welcome to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap for Season 8, Episode 3, <laughs> three titled Ruko's Empire. My name is Joe Batant, and I'm joined, as always, by two fantastic co-hosts from the podcast Pod is Mike po- co-pilot. <laughs> Get ready for the comedic stylings of one Taylor T. Latte Boy. Is it T? Taylor, no, t- for, oh, Taylor for, T. Latte Boy, right? <laughs> oh my God, Jesus Christ. I can't read. Two. She said cuckoo two times. Okay, there. That's that's out of the way. Are, wait, are you think. counting untucked? No, yes, counting untucked. She said cuckoo two times. Oh, really? That's yes. really shocking. Yes. Hmm. And from the podcast Dubious Intent, shake your cuckoo at Daniel J. Brewer. Yeah. Hello, gentlemen. How are you this evening? I'm good. You know, while the theme song was playing, you guys should, should be so excited that my camera's broken. There's like a sesame seed stuck in like that pocket between my upper lip and my gums. And I was using my pinky finger to try and get that sesame seed out. No, no, I no, have Taylor never been I... more erect in my entire life than I am right now hearing that story. <laughs> Taylor and I, were... I By the way, I haven't even had sesame seeds today. I don't even know where it came from. It's oh. like last week or something. Yeah, Taylor and I were both lip syncing because I was watching his camera, so I could see him uh, lip syncing mm-hmm. along with me there. You can't not lip sync to that song. I know, you can't. By the way, I, I'm getting ready to go on a road trip for a co-host uh, of my other show's wedding. Mm-hmm. And I added some RuPaul in there, and I added the theme to Drag Race from the first, I think the Champion album. It's yeah. a horrible s- version. Oh yeah, of the song. oh yeah, no, it is. Yeah, it, it's god awful. Yeah, I, I was all excited. We were driving around the other day, and I listened to it. I thought, oh, this is cool. And Babalu like kind of giggled when he saw the thing come up on the screen on my. And then he was just like, "Can we turn this off?" I'm like, "Yes, we can turn this off. This isn't good at all." <laughs> Excellent, Joe Batanz, take us away. All right, here we go. This week, RuPaul brings back Neja Lopez in the most anticlimactic return in the history of RuPaul. The queens bring their best Sotomayor realness in a courtroom drag mini challenge, put their best cookie forward in an Empire parody acting challenge, and then strut their stuff down the runway in roller skating couture. Bob the Drag Queen slayed all the other queens and was named the winner, while Cynthia Lee Fontaine went cuckoo to cuckoo with Robbie Turnter in the lip sync challenge. In the and Rue said toodaloo to Cynthia's cuckoo. Ladies, any initial thoughts on the episode? I can't believe that you read that entire thing without tripping up, but you couldn't even get through the fucking intro of the show. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't have a, I didn't have a sesame seed in my upper lip. I'm like sitting there going, he's got couture written down there. He's going to trip on that. He's going to trip on... You know, you didn't. Uh, nope. here's, my, here's my thoughts. I agree that it is the most anticlimactic thing because, you know, like any good big budget show... You know, we had that whole, we had our graphics department make the whole, like, you know, who will return graphic and everything. He's like, look, we had a whole, we had a whole bit going. It was like, um, who will return this week on RuPaul's Drag Race? Find out Monday night at eight on Logo. You say we had like a whole thing there. We had whatever. And no, it's just fucking Nisha. It's just like, whatever. So, but I would like to state for the record that I was the only one of the three of us that said that that was the one that was going to come back. You were. Congratulations, Taylor. I know. Sort of like an Occam's razor kind of thing. <laughs> but here's the thing. You know what? It actually, I, at first, I was like, with the rest of the people watching, I was kind of groaning about it. But then afterwards, I was like, you know what? That actually makes me feel better because I, all right, so it's a TV show. And TV shows do all this stuff that's fake, right? Like people yeah. open the door and it's like, oh my God, it's the designer here to do our house. We didn't know you were coming. You know, it's like all this fake stuff that's staged and whatever. So like the double elimination episode 
seems less fake to me now yeah because they basically had someone already in sequester and they're like oh no these bitches suck so bad just yeah, get rid of, get rid of both of them and we've got I agree the, with you we've got one shoved in a hotel let's just bring her back it's just i agree with you because you know one of the things we forget is they can stop for a long time oh, so yeah, yeah. i'm sure there was a big producer meeting and rue was like fuck this shit mm-hmm. she said like, they're both going what are we gonna do let's write something really fast uh you know okay michelle's gonna hand you a phone you're gonna do this and do this and this and this because Right. Uh, well, yeah, it was probably like we need to. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they could, they could redo the judges' table. All they have to do is just redress Rue and Michelle. Basically, it's like that's all they had to do to do that. It's just redress <laughs> Rue and Michelle, and then because the close up of them on the phone only had the elbows of the other two people, so it could have been other people's elbows on the table. Either. But they it's wouldn't just, even. They, they could like again, you know, having been actual at RuPaul finale tapings, yeah. they take long time between oh, yeah, yeah, takes. Yeah, yeah. You know, really long stretches of time. So there could be a really long stretch of time between the lip sync and the actual decision. Yeah. Well, and also, if, you think about, if you think about it, when we're looking at the judges, right, logically, we know that there are cameras pointed at the judges like doing that. Yet when we see them walking on the stage, the contestants walking on the stage, we don't see cameras there pointing back at the judges. So there's a lot of different, you know, and we've we've heard this from the queens from seasons past, right? They reset cameras and they move them around and they have to reset the lighting so that, the, you know, like when they're doing the the uh, the the runway piece of it they have different cameras where the judges tables is yeah you know so it's that you can't see when you point back at the judges table so well they even tell you that the whole runway uh critique decision lip sync that takes like four or five hours yeah and all the uh, all the comments that they make yeah all the comments that the judges make are all like done after you know it's like basically they you know it's like they're not making those 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 quips in real time so no there you go um any other initial thoughts on the episode I really enjoyed it. I, I really. Oh, I, really? Yeah, for for various reasons, which we'll get into. But I thought it was of the three episodes so far, it was probably my favorite episode. Oh, really? It felt like a throwaway throwaway episode to me. No. I, I I didn't hate it, but yeah, I enjoyed the episode. I still like last week's group number. I still go back and watch that. I just I, I for some reason I just really like that that tune. It's like I just really like that that whole group number the acapella one yeah they did but yeah no i i thought it was an okay episode i, I didn't think it was the greatest but i thought it was all right it okay. showed it, it kind of proved a point that i think the three of us have been saying or, that wasn't me <laughs> there are cell phones was, going off in taylor's house that are not his <laughs> that was my phone it's because taffy's not a part of the show now mm. she's deciding she's going to snapchat me four million times okay, great. so i'm yeah. going to shut off my phone right now taffy is taylor's co-host on his other podcast it was also his stripper yes. name in the 80s ladies and gentlemen please put your hand together for taffy that's why that's why i gave her that name that's i i am taffy's drag mother yes it's, it can finally be said after all of these years um what i was saying was it kind of proves what we've been saying all along that this cast is so much better than season sevens yeah it's so much more of a stronger cast that it's more enjoyable to watch even even this early on where we know there are some people that are throwaways we all said early on cynthia was not going to be around for very long I think that this is a situation where it's it, it kind of is proving itself to be a very strong, fun cast to watch. I agree. I was actually thinking while watching the episode that, um, you know, after, oh, well, I read Reddit, so I kind of already know who's going home next based on mm-hmm. little theories. Mm-hmm. And um, after I was like, oh, well, it's going to be really strong after next week. <laughs> Hint. I agree. No, I, we can talk about that after uh, in our speculation at, at the end of the show. All right, here we go. In the workroom after the elimination, the girls speculate, speaking of speculation, about which queen might return 
to the competition. One queen who needs to be redeemed more than any queen on Drag Race is Victoria Porkchop Parker. Question is, when Shangela returns, what are we going to do? (laughs) I think we should all agree that whoever the girl that comes in, we just ignore her and treat her like poo. (laughs) In other words, like you treat everyone. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. That was Acid Betty speaking, for those of you not there. Not knowing the rest, the next day after the mini challenge, Rubot brought back the returning queen. Ladies, last week's double elimination left a void that I've decided to fill with the one and only. Nation should have walked in with her luggage and just kept on walking. Bye, girl. Nation, you're getting a second chance, so don't fuck it up. You know what's so funny is, you know, Cynthia Lee Fontaine was so excited to see Nation. Nation showed no emotion this week when <laughs> Cynthia Lee Fontaine went home. There was no teardrop. There was no like, oh, my my poor Cynthia. She was like, mm-hmm, yeah, right. I whatever. think I think it was really really weird because in Untucked. I realized that, oh, that's right. Nasha is a Chicago queen because she, she and Kim Chi like know the same people because they were talking about. Oh, Ra- they do? Yeah. She was talking about Raul that made the. Oh, Kim Chi was talking right. about. Yeah. And yeah. And yeah. Nasha knew who it was and was like, oh, that's right. Nasha is a Chicago queen. So it's like you know, Cynthia Lee was reaching out to her like, oh, you're from Puerto Rico. And he's like, girl, I'm from Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will, I will say this episode. I think the best thing that could have happened to Nasha Lopez was that she was the first one to go home and came back. Because it may have brought her down a little bit. Because I actually kind of I do, I didn't like her, uh, but I didn't hate her, and, and I think she's cute as a boy. That that she is now the new uh, Layla McQueen for me. Right. Here, so. here, hey, Taylor, Taylor, I'll make her more attractive to you. According to Thor G. Thor's uh, Monday night uh, hosting in Brooklyn, Nisha has the biggest dick of all of them. Oh, I thought she was saying Naomi. Oh, I thought she said, Na- oh, wait, maybe I read it wrong. Maybe it was I Naomi. I think it's Naomi, because I was like, ooh, my girlfriend has the biggest dick. I'm going right now. I'm going. Well, but Nasha, Nasha has something that I hadn't seen before, and she's got them big, thick thighs and that nice, juicy butt. So that was very much a, oh, well, okay. Taylor uh, the Latte Boy, a man after, you know, you can take, I can't think of it. You can take the something out of the man, but you can't take the man out of the something. That's my, that, hey, trademark Joe Batanz. <laughs> And put that on bumper stickers, but man, yeah. But it it, it was uh, hopefully she kind of redeems herself. As much as I despised her in the Meet the Queens video and that mm-hmm. first episode, I'm hoping that she is a little better than she was. Oh wow, you're right, Joe. I am wrong. Naomi has the biggest dick and fucked 15 guys in every city. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And of course, it was said, so it must be true. I read it on the internet. It must be true. Absolutely. Are you, are you pulling for Nasha now, Taylor? No. <laughs> no i just kind of like looking at her so but it's uh, looking at her as a boy though she didn't look bad at the, the i know i'm jumping around but at the final challenge she she was good too but i just i like little olive skin colored boys i'm sorry i can't help it <laughs> men men i like olive skin colored men and if they happen to be younger mm-hmm. open no, over the age of 18 but I'm still love legal age now. yeah exactly yes but i'm still <laughs> legal age now taylor let me ask you this question Yes. What did you think? Because I know you predicted it, but what were your thoughts on her return? Were you disappointed that she returned? Were you hoping for somebody else? What were what? What were, you, was what were your thoughts? A, I was a little disappointed when I saw that it was her, but I also liked the fact that I was the only one again that said it last week. So I was like, "Ooh!" I, just whereas you guys kind of figured out who were the, who was the yeah. first one when she was going home, 
and I kind of was left out on that. I kind yeah, of we all talked I about it myself. I totally, absolutely, as as anyone would. But I I feel as though I got some redemption, like Nasha did, by coming back. But oh, again, look at you! Yes, I want to see. I want to see more. I'm I'm curious, and I want to see more. Like I saw naked <laughs> pictures of Layla McQueen. Right. Maybe there's maybe there's Nisha. yeah maybe there's naked pictures in Nisha. Daniel, were you disappointed that she returned? I, I wasn't disappointed. It, it was just kind of like ugh, of the five thousand uh, possibilities, you of course chose the lamest one. It was kind of like the Matrix Three, right? It's like the Matrix Two ended on this cliffhanger. It was like, oh, they could go in this really awesome. Well, no, they're just going to do the normal thing. Okay, good. <laughs> well, yeah, and I, that was one of the things I was telling myself. Remember last year? I brought this up on the podcast before, but last year I was I, I was doing this thing where I'm like, oh my god, because I went to the finale last year and they taped. Three different endings, yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. But the ending for Ginger Minge and the ending for um, Pearl. Pearl. Pearl, RuPaul did not give a shit, was just like, oh, whatever. Just And then with Violet Chachki, they the balloons and the everything. So I was like, they're playing this deep psychological game. Yeah, and I remember this, they, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I, was I remember like, this. <laughs> and I was like, this probably Ginger, you know, or something like that. No, it was Violet. It was... <laughs> I, I think I, I think I, I give them way more credit, and I think I did it again where I was yeah. like, "Oh no, it's it can't be Nisha. Why would they do that? It's so obvious. It's going to be you know penetration or some." some what we should do penetration. What we should do. What we should do is we should set up a, a, a new podcast next year. It's called uh, RuPaul's Drag Race Occam Razor. It's just called yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one has them. mentioned penetration since the last time you guys mentioned penetration on the show last season. <laughs> So anyway, the point well, but the, is, one, yes, but one Taylor thing is uh, the, w- the idea that one of the queens said about bringing back pork chop mm-hmm. was actually a pretty cool idea if they had done that because, yeah. especially with them going to a hundred to bring the first one back, yeah. would have been would have been a neat. You know who twist. I was thinking would be cool, but they could never do it because she hates Wow and Wow hates her is Max. Ooh. I feel Max didn't get to see her whole story played out. I think you know but what Max. She, I had so much hope for Max last season, but she just she's a lame person. She, she just why she's, do she's Max and Wow hate each other? Well, Ma- Max was very bitter at the edit she got because remember the, remember where she had a complete nervous breakdown on stage. Yeah, I kind of well, remember but, that. Yeah, but Max's point was she had the thing with the corset. She asked it to be loosened. They took a little bit of a break, and while they were waiting to get reset up, Rue said, "Oh, hey, I heard you're a singer. Why don't you sing something for us?" And so Max sang the song, and they edited it in to make it look like she just all of a sudden burst into song, oh, and okay. sort of painted her to be like a crazy person. And then she probably really is a crazy person, honestly, to be she honest is. with you. But, um, but the point is, and then so she's kind of madly talked mad shit on Wow. Wow is not too, and Wow, of course, doesn't ask her to be on Battle of the Seasons. They don't ask her to be on this. They don't ask her to be on that. And- Can we just establish for those that aren't in the deep game Joe Batant's, uh arena? Wow is the production company that makes the show. So oh. World of Wonder is the name of the production yes. company that. Does. So it's not. It's the show is produced by World of Wonder, which is then sold to Logo, which Logo then markets it and and, and yeah. it. Thank you, Daniel. You're welcome. Um, let's move on. The day after the elimination, Rube Paul entered the workroom to deliver the week's mini challenge. Now for today's mini challenge, I want you to drag up these basic black robes. Think Judge Judy Couture. We'll take a 30-minute recess, and then the Supreme Court fashion show will be in session. The girls approached the bench in their best Judge Judy quick drag, but in the end... 
Naomi Smalls was named the winner of this week's mini challenge. Uh, you know, it was just a pretty standard issue, quick drag dress, you know, make a hot judge kind of outfit. Um, was there anything really that to, worth noting in this particular mini challenge or that apparently 30 minutes isn't long enough to make a drag queen pretty? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. They looked rough. It was, and it was kind of like one of those, like, uh, I know people were just like, uh, saying at the bar, they're just like, Oh, this is so timely. And like, this was done so far before Scalia died. This is like a luck thing that they happen to do. This is like this, that they weren't prescient about the fact that we were going to lose the Supreme court justice. And that was going to be a political hot topic. Now is like uh, replacing the Supreme court justice, or whatever this was filmed so long before that happened. But here's what I have to say though. I will give them credit on something. They've been making a lot of Donald Trump jokes. And when they filmed this, Donald Trump must've just announced he was yeah. running for president. Yeah. It was and end of was July. Yeah, and at the t- at that time he was such a joke. How did they? I mean, they probably did. They just figured, oh, we'll just play on this joke. But wait, wait when like, did he when did he stop being a joke? <laughs> no, well, I know he hasn't, but now, but I don't. I mean, come on. In July, did, I was like, he'll last till October and be done. I never thought it was going to go this far. Yeah. Well, anyway, I thought it was a complete throw. I hated this challenge. It was just like this sucks. I mean, this is like uh, the jokes are lame. Which I guess the girls wrote their own jokes. It's like. Uh, it was, uh, it was just uh. and see I thought the jokes were the best part of it which they weren't very good don't get me wrong but that was sort of the one thing that that kind of made me like laugh a little bit when I, they came out yeah I think I was laughing at the fact that they were laughing at how bad the jokes were yeah it's just yeah kind of, it's like, well that's why I was saying the mini challenge seems kind of lazy it was but then this is this is a parallel of Daniel, last this season is, Daniel this is Taylor's favorite episode of all time no, I didn't say it's my favorite episode of all time. It's my favorite of the season so far. See? Don't get it twisted. See, well, I don't believe in time. So to me, that's all time. Jobatance is a wormhole alien who doesn't experience time in a linear fashion. <laughs> yeah. He's some time kind of relative. There's Star Trek nerds out there that are going to love that joke. God yeah, damn well, it. You know, Dax can listen now because she's not on the show anymore. <laughs> So I don't really have much to say about this mini challenge. It's a pretty standard issue. Uh, Naomi Smalls was the winner. Uh, as we saw also, um, well, we, that comes up in the Maxi Challenge. Next, yeah. RuPaul explained this week's Maxi Challenge. Now, for this week's Maxi Challenge, you'll be overacting in a pilot for my new TV series, Ruko's Empire. Hashtag Drag Empire. Yes. <laughs> That's right, Ruru Kitty Girls. It's cookie time. Naomi Smalls, you won the mini challenge, so you're a team captain. And you have a big deal. Anisha Lopez, as a welcome back gift, you're a team captain too. Because you have big thighs. Because <laughs> you're the beauty. Um, she didn't okay. say that once, and I appreciated that. Yes. I did appreciate it. Well, she probably learned her lesson. So let me let me just make an announcement to the audience. We're going to do things very slightly different. Uh, now, from now on, I'm going to wait how, can it, wait, how can it be very slightly? Very slightly, kind of, maybe, sort of, definitely, maybe, slightly yeah. different. Are you taking, like, English lessons from Michelle, uh, Michelle Visage here or something? No, from <laughs> Cynthia Lee Fontaine. And uh, uh, we're doing things a little bit differently. So now, instead of following the show linearly yes. we're going to do uh more stories we're going to focus on a story so it's kind of this, like i gonna... very slightly lost weight i've only lost a couple of pounds but in my mind <laughs> i can fit into a pair of 34 inch waist jeans right and mm-hmm. be totally fine right i can yeah. as, as long as they're stretchies <laughs> i can as long as I, t- I as long as i button them around my knees well as, as long as they're very very slightly stretchy <laughs> yeah pajama jeans i wear pajama <laughs> jeans everywhere i go 
That's also my drag name. Uh, pajama jeans. Mm-hmm. Pajama mm-hmm. jeans. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so that's so we're going to focus right now on the Team Nasha story. Okay. Team Nasha consisted of Acid Betty, Thorgy Thor, Derek Barry, and Kim Chi. Uh, also, along with Nasha Lopez, during rehearsal, Acid Betty brought back Bossy while Kim Chi struggled with the language barrier. That's right, chocolate chip cookies, fuck. I did not understand at all what you said. And this gonna be my chance to win back Russia for good. Why are you talking up here like that? What you want? Oh, hello, Lucius's doctor. It's Lucius's doctor. During the rehearsal with RuPaul and guest judge Faith Evans, Kim Chi continued to struggle with the language, but managed to improve. You all need to chill. The big Ruko white party's coming up. And cut. Let's try that again. Listen, ho ho. <laughs> Talking some tricky spots me in jail. <laughs> that was much better. Meanwhile, Derek Barry found it difficult to connect with the audience. The white party is the time for me to tell the whole world it's okay to be gay. <laughs> cut. Derek, I'm losing you in that moment. I know you're not sort of connecting with anyone. Just make sure that you command the room. Okay. The white party is the time for me to tell the whole world that it's okay. It's okay to be gay. What the hell is Derek doing? She's lost an afro. She's not funny. Come on, Brittany. Step it up. All right, ladies, what did you guys think of Team Nasha? I didn't include the final performance because it's very visual, but uh, what were your thoughts? Taylor? I think that listening back to it again, I didn't realize that they were having Kim Chi play the cookie part. I didn't, yeah. I didn't get that. And th- th- that was the smartest thing they did when they switched the two of them, because that would have been horrible if, with all of those lines that uh, Thorgy had to say. So there's that. I think we're watching the beginning of the end for Derek Barry. Just from that and towards the end with everything, I just feel like we're starting to watch the decline at this point. Go ahead, Daniel. I This is such a horrible team. It's like, did did she not hear that it was an overacting challenge? It's like, it blew my mind that Bob the Drag Queen was the third person chosen. It's like, it's an overacting challenge. How would you, How did you not immediately say Bob the Drag Queen? Like, how did you not immediately grab him and Thorgy Thor? It's just like, both of them were not picked first. It was just like... Uh, that Who just, was chosen first? I don't remember now, but it was like, I think Derek Barry was chosen first by Nasha. And mm-hmm. uh, on Team Naomi, which we haven't talked about yet, I think it was Robbie Turner that was chosen first. By but, the way, Nation not choosing Cynthia Lee Fontaine. But here's, here's the other thing. is just like, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a, a thing based off of Empire, and she didn't choose a single black person. <laughs> it's like, she, I thought that was weird, too. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, okay. It's just kind of weird for them all to be on one team. That just uh, seemed odd to me. Well. Anyway, my point is, is I did like the fact that they switched Kim, Kim Chi and Thorgy Thor. However, mm-hmm. the way Nisha did it was, I would like to make an observation. Kim Chi and Thorgy Thor switch. And I was like, girl, that's not an observation. <laughs> <laughs> it's a quasi observation. <laughs> oh, we miss Layla. Go ahead. <laughs> um, okay. 
Team Naomi consisted of Bob the Drag Queen, Chichi Devane, Robbie Turnter, and Cynthia Lee Fontaine. During Team Naomi's workroom rehearsal, Robbie Turnter quickly took the role of leader because of his acting experience. One thing I would say, make it like a, or maybe. Let's do it again. Because it, it got little, lost. Yeah, yeah. Robbie, she's a trained actress, and she's giving us all these tips. Like, this whole thing, and then be like... Stand back, bitches! <laughs> We're definitely gonna win this challenge. But during rehearsal with Rue and Faith, Robbie choked instead of making the director's gag. That not a shoplift. Into your pockets, please, ma'am. Fuck line. Robbie, differentiate those voices so that we know it's two different people. Do you want it like satanic or something? <clears throat> Just make yeah. them different. Okay. That and how to shoplift. Please, sir, empty your poly... Please, ma'am, will you empty your pocketbook? Ah! Meanwhile, Cynthia Lee Fontaine had problems connecting with the material. And that's why they need a strong woman on this company. Cut. Miss Cynthia Lee, you just left out the word gay when you said this company needs a strong, strong gay, gay woman. woman. Yes, because that's, that's the joke. Okay, let's try that again. This company need a gay, strong woman. Wait, cut. The line is a strong, a gay, strong woman. gay woman. I'm a strong, gay woman. I feel we need to add that to the mixing board. Yes, yeah, we, <laughs> we do. I was thinking about that. We do need to build ourselves a a a, a soundboard for this because we need that that initial chichi Devane. I'm like, I'm just such a top that we need yeah. that. We need the uh, my cuckoo. We need the uh, that, you know, I'm a need, strong gay woman. So we need all Cynthia Lee Fontaine. We need a soundboard <laughs> of just her. You could do a whole soundboard of just Cynthia Lee Fontaine. All right. So what were our thoughts on Team Naomi? I think Team Naomi was the was the better of the two teams. Obviously, it was it was so weird that they were the, at least editing wise, they were the only ones that knew who the judge was. <laughs> It's just like, like all the white girls on that team came in and they're like, mm-hmm, hi, mm-hmm. yes, how are you? And then all the black girls came in and they're like, oh, I know her. Yeah. yeah. Team Nation was like, isn't that one of the girls from 227? <laughs> Weren't you our judge last week? Um, yeah. But it was just. Uh, I thought Faith Hill was white. <laughs> yeah. But no, I thought, I thought they, were, they were better. I thought, I mean, obviously, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say something unpopular. I mean. Okay, I kind of th- I kind of thought Bob the Drag Queen went overboard to me. It was just kind of <gasps> like no, I loved it, I but loved it. to me it was just kind of like it was so ad libby, so over the top for for what they were doing. It was just like, girl, we get it. You're so much better than everyone. You don't have to make them. <laughs> you don't have to like uh, you know. You don't have to shame. But them. even like on from the rehearsal to the final performance, which once again I didn't pull any clips from because it's very visual. Yeah. Uh, from the rehearsal to the final performance, th- she was doing line reads completely differently, and both of them were oh, really yeah. funny. Yeah, no, yeah. no. I if we're if we're nominating for the soundboard, yeah, I want the thirsty bitch. <laughs> I want that on the soundboard too. Yeah, I thought Bob the drag queen just destroyed this challenge. She yes. just dominated. So I'm not going to argue. I just feel like the fact that she threw the drink in the other one's face after she was on the ground. <laughs> yeah, that was when he said, she said thirsty bitch and then dumped the water on her and then took her shoe. <laughs> and only one shoe, by the way. Not right, both right. I didn't notice that only one, the one shoe. <laughs> she just wanted the one shoe. Yeah, it was, it, it was just I could analyze that comedically for days. It was so, so good. So, so on it. And 
they never really announced a team winner, but I think t- Team Naomi's was so much better. But what's funny is at the judging table, they acted as if they never said it, as if Team Nasha was clearly so much better. Um, I think, all right, so it wasn't like a team versus team competition, right? They were being judged individually here because they both did different scenes. And this is mm-hmm. analogous to that, like, whatever happened to Merle Ginsburg, where they did three teams last year and it was each different pieces of the story. So they're all yeah. playing the same characters, but in different pieces of the story. So there's not a direct one-to-one, you know, m- match up there. And I think mm-hmm. really the only two that they were trying to compare there, I think was uh, Chi-Chi, not Chi-Chi, uh, was Cynthia and... Um, Derek? Derek. Derek, yeah. Also, a fun fact, um, this is, again comes from Thor G. Thor, I guess the uh, Nay show originally was cast in a different part and then was cast into the vanilla wafer part or whatever where she had to rap and she couldn't rap. So all she did was rat-a-tat-tat. <laughs> That was Is like, that what that was for? That was her rap because you know, like Chi Chi did the whole like rap thing, right? That character is always supposed to rap, mm-hmm. but Nisha didn't know how to rap, so she just said rat a tat tat. Yeah, yeah, I saw that on Reddit that they're like she was supposed to write her own rap, and she right, said rat a tat tat. When Chi Chi actually wrote a whole rap, yeah, which was actually pretty solid. Mm-hmm. So okay, well let's let anything. Any other thoughts on Team Naomi? No, I, I like to. The, I, the team, better of yeah, the two. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Okay. Although, limited, although, let me just say this. Yes. I love Thor G. Thor as, as chocolate chip. I mean, I, it was a different than Bob, the, but I loved her doing that. And I will say this, when they realized that they were both playing the same character and there was that, the, the jokingly glaring across each other from across mm-hmm. the workroom, mm-hmm. it seemed like a friendly competition versus the whole, well, I'm going to slay that bitch kind of where it's. I could do it so much better than she can. They seem right. to have had a mutual respect for each other when they were jokingly flipping the pages while they were looking at one another and all yes. that kind of stuff. That was. Here, I will give you enjoyable. more. I will give you more uh, uh, tea from Thor G. Thor. Bob the drag queen doesn't drink, and of course, in Untucked, you're only allowed to have one beverage. So Bob the drag queen didn't tell the production production staff that he didn't drink. He just ordered the same drink that Thor G. Thor had, so that she could have it. So that Thor G. Thor could always have two drinks during Untucked. <laughs> Well, there you go. Interesting. Good guy, Bob the Drag Queen. Mm-hmm. It's elimination day and the girls are getting ready for their big day. In the workroom, Thorgy shares a personal story with Robbie about Thorgy's mother. I would love, love to meet your parents. My mom uh, passed away when I was 19. What happened? She had cancer. I was at college, like, having a blast. And, like, I would always call and be like, how's everything? It was always fine. But it wasn't. And I finally got a call from my dad being like, you know, you should probably really come home. When I went home, I mean, she was not this, She was not a person. She, she wasn't there. I wish they were just a little bit more honest with me. Because when I got home, she died that day. Oh, my God. She's a skeleton in a hospital bed. So I didn't really get a goodbye. And I kind of feel like that was taken from me. And I'm very angry about it, but I don't know where to put that anger. It comes out of love for my dad. He's right. Like, I just don't want to like interrupt your life and ruin. Like I want and better things for you. And my parents wanted like, I get to that. protect me. But things yeah. like that. Like I didn't get to say goodbye to her. She didn't want to make my dad and my sister feel like terrible. But how come they didn't like tell me to come home? Well, there was a Reddit thread last week uh, that I really liked because it was along the lines of who else didn't like Thorgy at first, and she's grown on you. And I'm totally in that camp. When I first met Thorgy on Meet the Queens, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this one, right? <laughs> but I'm now a huge Thorgy fan. I'm, I'm a really, really, really big fan. I think and, um, to Taylor's and my credit, we both were on Team Thorgy to start with. Yes. 
So. Yes. So welcome to our team, Jobatans. Yes. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, the, the, the Thorgy thing. This clip made me so nervous. Why? This is how much of a Thorgy Thor fan I am. Because when they were playing this clip, I'm like, oh my God, is she getting eliminated tonight? Are we like getting backstory on her because she's getting eliminated tonight? I was, I was so nervous oh, that really? she was going to go home. It was just like, when, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I feel based on what I've seen, Elimination Day mirror talk which is not a mirror but this is essentially the role it's playing right. uh usually the people that doesn't mean anything doesn't correlate right edited out of this was of course acid betty running over with pictures of his dead mother going look she my mom died also <laughs> oh how'd she die i killed her <laughs> i killed her she uh well according to on talk he fucked her and then he killed her right. because that he, that was the joke at the, on on talked yeah not about his mother <laughs> about when he has sex with people he looks like he fucks them and then he kills them yeah, and then they referenced some killer that I didn't know who they were talking about. Who was Chi-Chi talking about? Oh, that's, from, that's from Paris is Burning. Um, it's the, the Dorian... Oh, shit, I forget it. Uh, the, the, yeah. <laughs> Did that person kill somebody? Yes. Yes, like spousal boost, like like put them in a trunk and stuff, yes. Oh, ew. Wow, that's not cute. I think Thorgy... I'm going to go on record. Okay, good. We, we were waiting for you to go on record about this. I think I might have... Thorgy is going to be the Katya of this season. I think Thorgy's going to win Miss Best Congeniality or Miss Congeniality. I I think so, but I'm also want to say Cynthia Lee Funding could also be in the running for that because everyone to a person has talked about how nice she is. It really depends on who is in the top three because if Thorgy makes it to top three, top three doesn't win Miss Congeniality. So I, let's I think she's going to get to. I think she's going to go to four. I think she's going to be the fourth to last, and then she's going to get Miss Congeniality. Right. So let's just, say top on, three is. Go ahead. No, just oh. I'm, I'm sorry. I was yes. doing a Google search for it. I just want to let you know. Dorian Corey was a famous drag queen. I'm reading this. Is it a famous drag queen in the New York ball scene who gained mainstream recognition when she appeared in the documentary Paris is Burning? Uh, three years after the movie's release, she died of age-related blah, blah, blah. Um, but the point is they went to Corey's apartment to sort through her clothes, and in the back of the closet in a large trunk, they found a mummified body with a gunshot wound to the head. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> so that's what she was talking about. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I interrupted your thread. I, I really, I got like all excited because I was Googling it. I was like, oh, there it is. <laughs> Good. That, well, there Lord. we go. There we have the update. That was our pop-up video for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what were we talking about? What, 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 what were we talking about, Taylor, before Daniel rudely interrupted? Thorgy being fourth. Okay, fourth so let's say top three is Bob, Kimchi, and Thorgy. Who's, who's conceivably miscongeniality after those three? Cynthia Lee Fontaine. I don't think Cynthia's going to be around. People are going to forget about Cynthia by the yeah. end of the season. It has to be someone who has some length. Wait, now who votes the, on Miss Kinji? Isn't it the contestants that vote on Miss Kinji? Yeah, it's the contestants vote. Then no, yeah, I think it will be Cynthia because they are so. Oh no 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 no. Taylor's oh, it the right. It's the viewers. Oh okay. Was well, it the viewers? Then yeah, who? It's probably Acid Betty. <laughs> uh, all right, very good. On the main stage, Rue rolls up in roller skating realness. Taylor, any thoughts on RuPaul's outfit? I literally gasped when she came down in roller skates. I wasn't expecting that, even though it was a roller skating challenge. I liked the dress for some reason. Her makeup and hair were on point tonight. I she was I always think RuPaul is a beautiful drag queen, but in particular, there was something about she looked and this is going to be this could be a controversial statement. She looked age appropriate. <gasps> where sometimes oh. where they've got her with the big hair and I, I get, she's a drag queen. I get it, but there, she looked Wait, why would you say that like a 1930s gangster? 
<laughs> she's a drag queen. See? That's, a sta- hey, that's a stage. That's a stage. That is the we're podcast. Gonna go the, we're going to go to the speakeasy, see? Hold on, hold on. Uh, for, uh, speaking as one of the two white people on this panel here, that's what us white people call a podcast stage whisper. It's like, you're doing it out of the corner of your mouth. You're doing it out of the corner of your mouth. I mean, real. She's a dude in a dress. So, but I, I just, I loved, I love the look and I love the fact that she kind of scooted down on now for as much as I loved her look. What the fuck was on Michelle Visage's lips? <laughs> I know that was so distracting, but let me just say this about RuPaul's dress. Girl, that was the same dress you wore last week. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was really damn close. It was damn close. I will give you that it was damn close, but it was not because this had like coral and light blue, whereas that one was all oh dark Oh my God, only a fag. But it's like, last week's clearly was like chartreuse and salmon, and this one is coral and seafoam. I just call me a fag all you want. I'm a fag who loves RuPaul, and I check out what she's wearing, and I was... I was pleased this week. All right. Well, Taylor, if you would please, and Joe, if you would please open the document Runway Looks inside the shared drive right there. I have music for this. All right. Let's take it from the top here. The very first person that came out was Nacia Lopez. Anything that looks like it's out of Xanadu, I'm all about. (laughs) So I was very happy. Joe? I don't know fashion. To me, that's like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, it was kind of... I was I was happy any of them that did something with their skates that wasn't just like you know like like her and Chi Chi both like put socks over their skate you know what I'm saying like added it over the heels of the skate so I I, I give her points for that so at the at the risk of saying yeah I would give it a toot all right next up is Thor G oh Thor. yeah you know what let's do that let's give it toots really? or boots all right. yeah because so, then I don't have to be specific all right Taylor I'll give that I'll give that a, a toot Taylor? I'll give it a toot all right I give it a toot uh, right. Thor G Thor is next up Taylor. <laughs> Boot only because. Oh, the, really? Well, the the concept was great. The construction of it, and we're going to get to it. Somebody else wearing shorts later on <laughs> was just not. I get that she was very Chrissy Three's company, mm-hmm. but the, she looked like she was way too boxy in this. All right, a joke. I give it a toot. Wow, a toot. You know what? Mm-hmm. I'm on the fence here. I'm going to go with Taylor and give it a boot only because the shorts are, are, are baggy. Had those shorts been a little bit uh, more form-fitting in there. I love the fact that she was holding up big headphones and Michelle thought it was uh, a phone. So it's like, because uh, <laughs> in her little comment there. Next up, Derek Berry. Taylor. Uh, if Katy Perry fucked the swan dress that Bjorn wore back at the Oscars many years ago. Bjorn? <laughs> Bjork. <laughs> Bjork. That would be, God damn it. I was trying to, what would Joe Batanz do? Is Charles to write a joke right, and it, it <laughs> fucked it out. I still have a lot to learn. No, boot. boot, 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 boot. Oh, really? Toot. Really? I loved it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with a boot. Sorry. Uh, okay. Next up, Kim Chi. Taylor. Toot, toot. I loved the concept of it being the parrot and I loved the wig. Especially in Untucked when you could see the back of it and it was all the different colors. It was, it was very toot. Joe? Toot. Toot. I'm going to give it a toot with the caveat that I really want to meet Raul because he sounds hot. Yes, Raul does sound hot. Somewhere on Reddit, there's a picture of Raul and we need to find it. Acid Betty. Toot. Motherfucking toot. This is so Tina Turner, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, as much as I don't like Acid Betty. Babalu and I both went, ooh, when she came out just because it was such a visual. Fucked you. So it was it was awesome. It was, yeah. Joe. Boot. Really? Really? I don't like it. All right. <laughs> I, don't I don't like, like it. it. <laughs> I give it a That's toot. Cinema. 
That's the extent of my fashion stuff. Really? I give it a two. That's, Mm -hmm. you know, love her or hate her. That took a lot of, uh, that's that's a well put together theme there. Yeah. Uh, Naomi Smalls. Boot. Boring. Joe, your your girlfriend? Toot. I'm going to give her a honk only because look at those clown feet. Dear God, what is that? Like a size oh, 18. Yeah. Look at how big those Daniel, but no cliffhangers. Uh, no cliffhangers. Thank God for that. Okay, if she had cliffhangers hanging out the front of leather mm. roller skates, <laughs> she, she needs to be on some other show. I'm on the fence here. I like this outfit, but at the same time, it is not roller girl. So I'm going to go with boot. This is, this is not themed. Thank you very much. Uh, Bob the Drag Queen, Taylor. Boot. Really? As much as I like the concept of it, because it was very 1980s sci-fi mm-hmm. robot woman type thing, it just there was something about the execution of it that I didn't like. Now that being said, the comedy of trying to stay up <laughs> was that was fun to watch, but the outfit itself was it was kind of like what Michelle said. Like it came she came out basic, but you're just like, I just love it because it's her. Right. So but the outfit itself, boot. Joe. Boot. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a boot too. This is this is basically this is like when you were a kid and your mom took you to like the the Walgreens to get your Halloween costume and you got like the pre-made one with the plastic. You know, it's like it's just like that. Yeah, that really kind of chintzy little outfit that you wear that had Superman printed on it or whatever. Cynthia Lee Fontaine, Taylor. Um, you mean Barbara Mandrell? <laughs> I give it a boot. Primarily because one thing with the with the horrible and I even said she looks like a man from the waist down with the shorts. She does. And then the red I mean, right here you can tell it's red fishnets, mm-hmm. but on my TV, it looked like she had hairy legs. It did. It's also it confused it more because during her lip sync for the life, she had taken off the red uh things when she put on her heels. So uh she didn't have red legs during that. Anyway, uh Joe Batanz, Tudor boot. Boot. I would boot it, but I'm scared I'd lose my boot up there somewhere. <laughs> It's like she called this look sporty. She tried to justify this in Untucked. She called it sporty. And so my question to you, Joe Batanz, the only Latino yeah. the only Latino here on the on the panel, is sporty Spanish for really ugly? Is that like uh is that a Spanish word for fucking ugly? Sporty? <laughs> That's a horror that joke that joke did no better. It did no better. I I was such a Daniel ran that joke by me on the phone yes, today. I, I didn't. And I go, you know he goes, What do you think about that? I go Try it out on the show. Yeah, I'm committed. <laughs> Try it. Okay. Try it, Daniel. <laughs> I don't have to. I have the volume down because I can't play the shade button. All right, Chichi Devane, Taylor. Toot, toot. I I liked this. I love neon colors like that. And Chichi, I'm I'm getting on the team Chichi as far as cute boy <laughs> thing. Right, thank you. So that being said, she did kind of look like a man in that she was kind of buff in this, but. Even still, it was it was fun to. See I know her. a lot of black girls that are buff like that, though. Anyway, Joe Batanz. Oh, no, so do I. Yeah. Boot. Here's the thing. I love Chichi Devane. I really do love Chichi Devane, but I'm sorry, honey, this is a boot there. And by the way, you're going to Chichi Devane's like uh, territory coming up this week, Taylor. You're going I to know. Louisiana, and we realized at one point when she was talking in one of the interviews, we looked at each other. Babalu and I looked at each other and went. Gambit, yeah, that's that's it's like listening to Gambit, who is my other co-host, right. soon to be husband. Right, he's from Louisiana. Yeah, you're, you're going there for a like wedding that. of your co-host. Yeah, Chichi Devane might be at the wedding. You don't know. Final one here, Robbie Turner Taylor. I love this. I love. I love the hair was horrible, but I get what she was trying to do. The outfit itself, absolute two. Joe, 
toot. Um, again, I'm on the fence here. I, uh, I'll give her a toot. I'll give her a toot. That's what it is. Anyway, there you go. Those are the looks for the runway. $100,000, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> After their runway walks, the queens and the judges watch their performances from the Drag Empire parody. Uh, tell me, fellas, what were your thoughts on the on the parodies? It, was there one that you liked better than others? Uh, I know we talked about this a little bit already, but uh, were there any that stood out? Anything, any comments you want to make? The second, the second one was definitely the better of the two. I thought, as much as I like Thorgy, the, the uh, everybody else kind of seemed to stand out a little bit more. And the the whole ad-libbing thing with Bob the Drag Queen was that we were both really laughing really hard. Not so much at the scripted parts, but the parts when he would make other statements. And again, poor, you know, thirsty bitch, that, yeah, that was yeah. very funny. Yeah, I, I liked uh, I liked Bob the Drag Queens. I liked Thorgy Thor a lot. I thought Naomi, I thought Naomi was horrible, but uh, they, they praised her for doing well. So I don't know if the character that she was doing is supposed to be that kind of ditzy or, or whatever. But, now, uh, I don't watch Empire. Um, Taylor, you seem like someone who would watch Empire. The woman judge, was she one of the characters? Yes, she... Oh, oh, so, oh, so, for people listening at home, Taylor made a face at me like, oh, why would you think I... Why would? What would why do you think I live... And immediately knows the answer. Yes, Taylor? Yes, I only watched... The, thank you, thank you. I only watched the first season of Empire. Um, okay. The second season was ridiculous. Is that because you're a strong gay woman? <laughs> woman! Um, but uh, she played Cookie's sister on the show. Who played her on the show? Her. The, uh, the judge. She wasn't no, any no, of the no, characters no. that were. Oh, that's, that, that was my question. Was she any of the yeah, characters no, that she's, were? She's kind, of, she's kind of a peripheral character um, on, on the show. Or at least oh, she okay. was. Like I said, I stopped watching it three or four episodes into this season because it went from being the show was definitely had a and this is going to sound ridiculous when i say it but there was almost a shakespearean parallel to the first Holy as much as shit. it was a, as much as it was a ridiculous soap opera and then the second <laughs> season it turned into a soap opera and then it let wasn't me, as much fun anymore daniel let me tell you something when he said this is going to sound ridiculous i was prepped and so i was like it's not going to be that ridiculous and then he said there were shakespearean parallels <laughs> no i didn't say it was there was oh, i guess i did say that i mean just in that it was very much a king that had three princes and was trying to figure out which of the princes. You know what? Fuck you. I know what I meant. I stand behind it. I stand behind it. I don't have to. I don't have to explain myself like, to you. Kind of like lying. Please, shade button. Shade button, please. Oh, I don't sorry. have to explain yeah. myself to you. Kind of like in the same way that Lion King is basically Hamlet. Go ahead. This reminds me of uh, that Chekhov play, The Cherry Orchard. I don't know. That was just. I just pulled out high school plays <laughs> that I'd seen. Okay. Uh, <laughs> during the judges' critiques, Acid Betty, Thorgy Thor, and Bob the Drag Queen felt the love, while Robbie Turnter and Cynthia Lee Fontaine were skating on thin ice. First up, Cynthia Lee Fontaine. Next up, Cynthia Lee Fontaine. Cynthia, you have a great body with a shirt that's like a formal, with a formal necklace and formal earrings. Then you have like Hooter shorts that don't fit at all. It's so discombobulated the empire scene i don't know what you were saying but i didn't care <laughs> there were some nuances that were missed what did you think watching yourself in the scene i love it <laughs> it was really good it was really good <laughs> thank you very much 
Cynthia Lee Fontaine. Bless her cotton socks with that runway outfit. Oh, oh. <laughs> they were fruit of the loom. I just felt like she didn't commit to the role that she had. As sweet as she is, but what sweet got to do with it? All right, okay. I turn Yes. You know what's so funny? I just noticed this right now when we were listening to this is, this is the first time I think I've ever heard Michelle Visage's real laugh. Yes. Instead of that fake Phyllis Diller one she does where she goes, right. <laughs> you know, like whenever a guest judge makes a joke. See, and I thought this laugh was very fake. Really? Oh, really? It oh, no. It was very like, okay, it wasn't that funny. It was. No, it sounded, it was. It was because I don't think she understood what they were asking. <laughs> yeah, that laugh, because that, that, cause it wouldn't be, there wouldn't be a need for a fake laugh because she wasn't making a joke. They just they just read her for her performance, and she goes, "I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> I thought it was great. I loved it, yeah. <laughs> and was so genuine about it. And so right. I think she just howled yeah. because it was so in in contrast to what they said. Yeah, I, is it Turner or Turner? Oh, it's a it's a Ru- <laughs> All right, it's a RuPaul slash Joe Batance thing. It's Robbie <laughs> Turner, but apparently because Joe Batance has got to be Mister like uh, hip black drag queen. Now he's got to like call her Robbie Turner. Well, because I've always thought it was funny, even before the show, that on the podcast, if you listen to RuPaul's podcast, for some reason, whenever she'll bring up Tina Turner, mm-hmm. she'll call her Tita Turner. Wow. <laughs> and so on the show, actually, if you listen, she calls. Uh, Robbie, Robbie Turner. Wow. The only time she didn't this episode because it was serious was when she was told to Shantae, you stay. But every other time in the episode, she called him uh, uh, Robbie, yes. Robbie Turner. It was. Very and so, yeah. Funny. So she calls Tina Turner, Tinta Turner. So I knew that that was going to come up because of, I listened to the podcast. Um, okay. Next up, Robbie Turner. All right, next, Robbie Turner. I do love the See? jumpsuit, but what's bothering me is all the silver accoutrements and then a gold necklace. Oh, I would Thor G. Thor loaned her that necklace. Um, when we were working mm-hmm. on that scene, Rue was directing you to kind of get into the two different voices. I don't think you stuck with that. It was kind of like I didn't have a moment to like break and think of your notes before we moved on to another note. And also remember where the blocking for the camera was because I can't see very far. When we originally read it, I was Vanilla Wafer and it we did change it. Did that hurt you, you think? I think it did hurt me and I didn't speak up even though I was feeling it. And so for the betterment of the team, I was like... You can't allow yourself to be a victim and use the excuse of I was being nice. It's a competition. It's Robbie Turnta. You had given a lot of direction, but Robbie did not really get it. But I love that jumpsuit. I would wear the hell out of that jumpsuit. I love it. You know, I have to say this um, because I'm forced to by law, but uh, I I, want to get your guys' feelings on the judges this week, both Faith and the other one, that... uh, that the, unlike most guest judges, they were it was almost like they were real judges that they had been there for a long time. They they were not holding back. Yeah, listening to that back again, I thought, well, that got awfully aggressive, awfully quick. <laughs> that, that was you know, for you to be like a fourth tier character on a show that's dropping in the ratings on Fox, that's awfully. You don't understand. I'm on the highest rated show on Logo. I'm on RuPaul's Drag Race, honey. I can see. Yes. No, I, I, I can. So. All right. Uh, for the lip sync, the girls were forced to choose between heels and wheels, with Cynthia choosing heels while Robbie chose wheels. From the beginning, it was clear Robbie was more Xanadu, while Cynthia was more Xanadont. But as always, the final decision was up to RuPaul. Ladies, I've made my decision. Robbie Turner. Turner. Shantae, you stay. 
Thank you. Cynthia Lee Fontaine, Puerto Rico, Austin, Santi Ali. Always a triple. And now the world. Keep spreading your cuckoo. Now, sachet away. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See you soon, mis amores. That's, Daniel, that's, when, when that's, was the last time you spread your cuckoo? <laughs> Just last night. Uh, here's the, I guess what you could say here is that Robbie turned her around on his... <laughs> oh, God! Uh, yeah, I think... You've been uh, working on that for the last 10 minutes. No, out of I haven't. I, I just, just now, I, yeah. I was dying. I saw, him, I saw him scribbling yeah, I furiously. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. No, here's the thing. I, I, uh, I agree with that. Yeah, I thought that Robbie did it. It was so funny because the voiceover was Cynthia Lee saying, I'm the star. Everyone's looking at me. And I was just watching Robbie, like skating back and forth. It was just like, I wasn't even watching Cynthia while she was saying that everyone's watching her. He's like, uh, Robbie can really skate. And that was well, going back to uh, this has been on Reddit and which I guess it's kind of known Robbie can skate. And so they were thinking Robbie was almost artificially put in the bottom two so that this would happen. Um, uh, no, uh, no, her acting was really shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Was... Let's, you know what? I didn't talk about this. How could she not to do two different voices? Of course, she could do two different voices. What the hell's the matter with you? She just was just doing it for the show. I know, but in my Is head, Joey Boohecker here. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> it's a podcast. If you like to listen to the show but not watch it and hear people talk over it, then please download. No one will know what you said because I'm editing. Shade button. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor's face when I said that, man, it was. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be the best part when Joey hears it cut out and doesn't know what I said. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, back in the workroom, Cynthia Lee Fontaine had some parting words. I feel sad, but at the same time, I don't have any regrets. I would like to encourage everybody, don't stop believing, even if you are the only one that believes in yourself. <laughs> Damas y caballeros, this is Cynthia Ellie Fontaine, hashtag mis amores cuckoo. Here's a piece of advice. If you want to like have a successful hashtag, maybe get something easier to spell, because people spell cuckoo so many different ways. <laughs> The way she spells it is C U C U, and I keep seeing which it on Reddit. is the one way that I've never right. seen that spelled before on um, Reddit. I keep seeing it as C O O C O O, right? Cuckoo, and then there's mm-hmm. also the the regular K U K U. Yeah, it's a very confusing hashtag. Ladies, get your hashtags in order. Step it up mm-hmm. on your hashtags. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ladies, any final thoughts on the episode? Okay, moving on. I was trying to, no, I was I was giving the shrug to Taylor. I was like, go ahead, Taylor. Yeah, but here's the deal. What's funny is now when you do the silence remover, it's just going to be me being a yes, total I know. dick. It is. It's going to be you being <laughs> right. a total dick. Taylor, any thoughts? I, I enjoyed the episode. I well, was his number one episode of all time is what he said. Oh, I know. This is my like... number one episode. <laughs> Jesus. No, I, I, I am feeling more, I look forward to this, watching the show on Tuesdays more with each passing week. Because of us, and then I get to hang out with you guys too. Aww. Aww. And all of our wonderful fans. Aww. Aww. All three of them. Aww. Aww. Anyway, uh, no, now there's I, two because you said that, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like. I no, it was it was a good episode. I, I was you know uh, started off with the you know of course this is not going to be anything interesting. It's just going to be Nisha coming back. Um, 
you know, I, I, I thought it was pretty good. I, I, I enjoyed most of it. That's my final discussion. My final. So, are we going to talk about the uh, the untucked thing that you've got? Yeah. So we don't usually pull from untucked, but there was a very interesting development on untucked. Uh, on untucked, Kimchi received a surprise video message from Trixie Mattel, but Acid Betty decided to chime in and give her two cents on Kimchi's best friend. Oh shit! Wrong folder. Mmm. Look at that ugly makeup. Let's be honest. She is ugly. And I never really met drag queens that I got along with. Well, because you look before. Like that nose contour is atrocious. <laughs> Will you fix her makeup when you go home? No, her makeup was perfect. Really? Oh. You got her her first drag gig in Chicago? I did. Yeah. So it's your fault. She's, she's, okay. Betty's gone on and on about how she doesn't like Trixie's makeup. I've heard this before. It's, I don't get it. But, but I, even just when I looked at it, it's like a, a mustache. She's a rude girl. I, think it's cool. I just would hate for you to be on the screen next year and someone be like, I will God, be. Acid Betty is disgusting. That's what I if get. If you want that, I mean, if you want that, but. She's so sensitive. No, no, no. But she's kind of right. Like, you've you've gonna, done it a, would, quite a few know, times on Trixie. I just don't get the makeup. I know, but it's not for you to get. It's what, it's what she does. I never thought, I would never, Mark. Your calendars. I never thought I'd say these words because you're you're a freak too, yeah. and Trixie's a freak of nature. Derek is right. <laughs> so I hate this clip because it makes me like Derek. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I get that. I get that. And also, I'm going to add to it. I went on Reddit before we we recorded. Did you see? If you look at the trailer for next week, which is clearly the next day, mm-hmm. it's during the mini challenge. Uh, Derek is wearing a Trixie Mattel t-shirt. Oh, I did oh. notice today on Twitter that Trixie, Trixie Mattel launched a new uh, t-shirt design that she's selling to help buy Acid Betty a bigger cage. Uh, that, was on, <laughs> that was on Twitter today. But here's the, here's the thing I want to say about this is that I'm, go- I'm going to now, all right, A, I agree with both of you about this, like that the Acid Betty was being a dick, whatever. But from this point forward, I'm going to play devil's advocate and defend Acid Betty. I don't actually believe this, but I'm going. To, I do see that there is a defense of it. If she wanted to really make that defense, which is we all hated Untucked in the seasons past when they would roll out these fucking video monitors and do like this manufactured drama. You know, like oh, I'm going to surprise you with your mother that is str- You know, you're estranged from, or your cousin that, that hates you, or whatever. All this like manufactured drama that they used to. They used to make them go into a different fucking room and sit there and watch it, and they couldn't leave. Right? It's like you know, we're going to make you cry. God damn it, we're going to make some drama here. And for the last season and this season, Untucked has been a much more unscripted, much more just like kind of reality kind of a thing. So I think. There is a case to be made that Acid Betty was just rebelling against the manufactured drama. It's just like going, look, why are we doing this? Why, why are we doing this? Why are we just trying to make kimchi cry for the camera? This is stupid. Yeah, I, I disagree with that only in that there are other ways to do that and not necessarily attack the person on the screen. Imagine, and I get that, you know, there's rules between drag queens and that kind of stuff. Imagine if that had been like, I almost said Thorgy's mother, but that would have been, that would have been a really big surprise for everybody. But I mean, if that had been like a family member or something and yeah, I, I, I just think that acid Betty is figuring that she is going to play the, the, the grisly bitch. And this is going to, this is her way of getting screen time. I I really do think that this is just, she, she doesn't give a shit if people like her or not. Right. So at this point, why not just say what's on your mind? Because you're guaranteed to have a camera swung at you versus other people that may just be kind of sitting there watching what Joe just said about Derek. I don't necessarily like or dislike Derek Barry, but 
I thought that this showed something that we don't often see on the show, and that's maturity. Like the like there was a protectiveness in the look on her face when she yeah. was standing next to Kim Chi that I appreciated. I thought, well, I thought, yeah, but I think Derek Barry was also just kind of playing for the cameras there because Kim Chi clearly didn't even hear what Acid Betty said. Kim Chi was so wrapped up in listening to Trixie because she's like, oh, her makeup's perfect. And it was like, she was just like in a different world. She was, she was, you know, her friend uh, Trixie is on the, the monitor. She's oh, really? trying not to crack. I took it as a, a very smart tactic that she wasn't going to play into the game. Okay. That she was almost going to pretend like it didn't exist kind of thing. Well, it might be, but I'm just saying, I, I think... It all happens so fast. And it's like, you're, you're overwhelmed with emotion, right? Here's your friend, you know, like up on the screen and you know, you're, you're on, it now hits you in the face again. Oh, that's right. I'm on this show. I'm on the show that I've wanted to be on forever. And it's like, I'm, you know, I'm here, I'm doing this. And here's my, you know, my friend Trixie that's. Can I ask a question? No. Okay, okay great. Let's leave. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I, and I know that I am stepping on sacred ground here because I know that Daniel, you are a big Trixie Mattel fan. Uh-oh, here it comes. Is the makeup getting more extreme <laughs> since she left the show? Like where she almost looks like she's taken one of those I ran into Tammy Faye at the mall t-shirts from the 80s and cut it out and is wearing it on her face. Because it's gone beyond, to me with the weird harsh contour lines and all that kind of stuff. She's gone beyond drag at this point to an actual clown. She has, but here's the thing that you have to to realize. When they're on RuPaul's Drag Race, they sometimes just tone it down a little bit because it's camera. Cameras is right in your face, right? When they're doing a show in the drag, you know, when they do their normal drag shows, they're painting for the back row. So they tend to paint more extreme for for live shows than, than what. But it seems like in like photo shoots and stuff that I've seen of her, like on Tumblr and stuff, when you're scrolling through, I, a couple times I've gone like, oh, God, you know, where it's it's jarring. It because is, but the I think lines that's her thing. So extreme, right? That's well, her shtick, right? That's and I get that they kind of went through that phase with Bianca, where Bianca wears like you know mascara and eyelashes on top of eyelashes. Top of eyelash. But Bianca, when she does it, still has that drag queen, yeah, style to her. I don't know, Trixie. It's one of these that whenever I see Trixie, I kind of like make a face now, right. and that I always think that you would be mad at me for making a face. No, so here I will say this. I will say this. I have the hots for Trixie as a boy. That's my entire obsession with Trixie Mattel is Trixie as a boy. It's like uh, Trixie is a drag queen. Yeah, it's a bit, you know, it's ugly, but it's supposed to be ugly. And I'm okay with that. But I love her personality and I love her as a boy. Okay. I've never gotten Trixie Mattel. I respect her as a drag queen. I, people really, really like her. I personally don't get it. I wouldn't have attacked her, though. I mean, yeah. I don't think she's worthy of attack. It's just she does her, kind of like what they were saying. She does her thing. There are people who like it. They're big. I mean, she has a huge fan base. So they're, they're, I'm clearly yeah, the way, kind of in the minority here. Yeah, and to put it in perspective, Acid Betty is talking about Trixie. Acid Betty, who had like a silver piece of like a little thing over her eye and had her gray makeup with like a mohawk with spikes sticking in it, is talking about Trixie's makeup being weird. It's like, girl. Yeah. I don't think it's that she said it was weird. I think she, she was kind of alluding that it was poorly done. Yeah. But I mean, it was like done the on nose, purpose. the contouring right. of the nose and all. That's But that's what she wants. That's what she, Yeah. That's her whole thing. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Now, Daniel, uh, we, so for those of you listening now, we've added another show. You, if you subscribe to the show, you're getting another show now later that's in the right. week where we read emails. And, and we, we encourage you, please write us emails, send tweets, yes. send us messages, and we will read all of that and address all of those uh, emails and messages and tweets 
on our show that we record on Thursdays, correct? Yes, the extra lap. Taylor won't be here this week because he will be at the aforementioned uh, wedding with Chi- Oh, the wedding's this week. With Chi- well, he'll so be leaving. Weekend. Yeah, he's leaving to go to uh, Chi-Chi Devane's territory. So it's going to be you mm-hmm. and me, Joe, doing the email this week. But uh, Okay. Yeah. But no, we, we make sure you send us an email, rdrr at pride48.com is the email address. Our Twitter account is at Drag Race Recap. Also, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash Drag Race Recap. We will handle Which all I that. Which I can tease, someone's already sent us a direct message on Twitter. Ooh. So we'll have that to read. Excellent. Yeah, we have a lot of, uh, actually, and I'm going to spoil something here because I want, uh, no, you know, I'm going to do it after the show. I'm, we're going to talk about it on the Thursday show, but Taylor, since you're going to be gone, I, I know you're going to love this thing. Somebody has done an infographic of the episodes and, and someone sent us an email about that and so you're going to love it. So. Yeah, I, I think okay. I saw that on Reddit. So let's wrap up this episode then. Uh, that concludes this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. I want to thank my co-hosts, Daniel Brewer and Taylor, the latte boy. Follow us on Twitter at, uh, at Drag Race Recap. Let's do that again. Follow us on Twitter at Drag Race Recap. Friend us on Facebook at facebook.com slash drag race recap and make sure to visit our website at pride48.com slash rdrr where you can find all of our contact information leave us a comment and find all of our old episodes so until next week for daniel brewer taylor the latte boy and me joe batance sashay away until next week